0: This is Upstate's Health Link on Air, Linda Cohen along with you. So, your fridge is stocked with wholesome ingredients, and you printed out a whole book full of good for you recipes but now you're faced with a new problem. How do you determine the perfect portion-controlled sizes for your healthy snacks and your meals? Well, here to help us figure all of this out is Maureen Franklin. She's a registered dietitian with Upstate Medical University. Hi, Maureen. Nice to see you. Always a pleasure to have you here. Thank you. And always welcoming all of your very, very good advice about this. I think there's a lot of confusion out there about what is it that we mean when we say portion- And how is that different than the word serving?
1: Okay, so a serving size is something, you mentioned recipes. So when you do a recipe, they give you the serving size. They say this recipe makes four and the serving size is a half a cup. Or you look on a label and it says the serving size is two thirds of a cup. Those are the serving sizes. Those are recommended amounts from companies or from a recipe, how it breaks down. The portion is how many of those serving sizes you have. So if you have a recipe that makes four half cups and you eat that whole recipe, that's your portion size, so that's where the difference
0: comes in. Okay, so what you're saying is the portion size has to do with what you... You select. You eat. That's you right. You take in, mm-hmm. but the serving sizes are determined or kind of predetermined either by the company if it's on a label Correct. or by the recipe writer if it's... a. And But the, I'm curious as to where did those come from? In other words, how does someone determine what is a serving size? Is that is there some you know kind of... Um, agency somewhere in, in cyberspace that determines this well, is a serving? Well, it's
1: interesting that you say that because the new food labels that will be coming around in the next probably two years is going to take a while for the industry. Those are going to be more based on actual serving sizes. So a lot of food companies came up with those ideas in terms of what their serving size was. So again, like an example, a pint of ice cream, you know, it says the serving size is a half a cup. Well, we know that most people eat more than a half a cup. Now the new changes are going to be if most people eat a cup and a half or if they eat the whole half pint, that is going to be the serving size. So we're going to see some great changes in terms of that. If you have a 24-ounce bottle of soda, it's going to say this 24-ounce bottle of soda contains this. Not this bottle of soda contains eight eight ounces and there's 2.5 servings in
0: this. So that the new labels are going to be very, very helpful. They're kind to become more realistic. So on some level, it was, I'm not saying this was done. Well, I don't know, was this done to kind of um, fool, The buyer, so to speak, or fool the consumer? I don't know if it was
1: done for that. I think there had to be some type of standardization, and I think we came, somebody, I don't actually know where, but I think it's probably through the food industry came up with those standardizations, and then from that evolved is what's people's selection and what their choices of it were. So that's the beauty of the new food labels is they actually looked at that and said we need to look at what realistic serving sizes. We need to look at what the people are eating so somebody knows because that's where, again, the issue can be, People don't look at the food label and say, oh, I'm eating this whole thing. I'm really getting 2.5 servings. I thought I was just getting a serving. And, again, relating it to calories, fat, sodium,
0: all that. All, all of the contents, All basically. the contents,
1: right, right. And is it doubled, tripled? How many times is that
0: serving size of that container that you're eating? I think that's a key, key point. And, and when do you think those will be available?
1: Well, the law was passed, and, again, they, they give them ample time. So, you know, again, um, I have tons of information about the food labels and what the changes are. I think they give the companies probably a year, year and a half. So we're probably—I'm hoping in the next couple of years we'll we're going see to start see that, yeah. Because again, you know that from a manufacturing standpoint, they have to change their labels. They probably have to change a lot of things. So um, that's going to take some time. But eventually, I think they'll be great. It's going—it's going
0: to be great, but it's also it going to be shocking. It is
1: going to be shocking. <laughs> <laughs> People are going to be like, "Whoa!" In the back of their
0: mind, they probably knew. Twenty-four hundred calories. Yeah, for I'm, this for this pint of that's right. ice cream that I just ate. <laughs> right, right. So let's talk about how an individual. Individual though, a consumer can basically decide what are the tricks that one could use to estimate portion sizes that are, well, well, first of all, portion size, and and then let's talk about how many portions one should, you know, take in. Okay. So um, I think measuring is the first thing you were talking about. So how do people do this at home? It's just basic, get your measuring cups out, get your
1: bowls, get your glasses. Look at, I mean, I know at home I have like five different types of glass sizes. And if I use one for milk and I've used the other one for juice or you're using it for, if you do want to sew it at home, find out what the measurement is. Is it an eight ounce glass? Is it a 10 ounce glass? Is it a 12 ounce glass? Because glass sizes are deceiving. If you have a favorite bowl for your cereal, put your cereal in that bowl, measure it. Do I take a cup? Do I take two cups? We get so common. It's so common for us, and we just get so used to doing things. We don't think about our portions in terms of it. So it's a fun thing to do with kids. It can involve math skills. It's a great thing to do with grandkids. But it's actually kind of fun to do and say... What is the size of this little fruit juice glass? What is the size of this glass that I use? Am I using my coffee mug and I'm pouring milk in it? Well, how
0: big is my coffee mug? Right. Um, so that's an easy way to do it. All you need is some measuring cups. You know, so you can get you, right, them anywhere. Right. That's very. That's great ideas. And I know with Weight Watchers and it has always been the case that they actually weigh things and all that. You're not even necessarily suggesting that, no. but you're talking about really knowing what your utensils and that's your, right. your receptacles, your food yeah. dishes and plates really Teaspoons, hold.
1: tablespoons. Do you know what you, how much dressing you put on a salad? Is it two tablespoons? Is it four? Measuring that out and thinking about, oh, this is about how much I use, and then measuring a tablespoon, putting it on your salad. and Oh, I, I use more than that.
0: I probably use three times. It's all those little cues for yourself. What am I actually doing? Well, talking about cues, how about visually? I know that people have, I've seen that people have these kind of almost little tricks as to mm-hmm. how they can figure out what a portion size. Why don't you help us understand those?
1: I love visual cues. I always use your hand. Your hand's always with you, and it's relative to your size. So a woman's fist, I always tell, is probably about a cup. So if it's a cup of pasta, a cup of rice, you've got an easy portion size. You can see if you take your fist and you kind of visually put it on your plate, well, is I having two cups of pasta or was I having three cups? Okay, same thing for men. They're fists are bigger but again it's relative how many fistfuls are they doing of of a pasta or a starch the palm of your hand can be an easy measurement in terms of for your protein servings a palm of your hand is about a three ounce portion Um, a fingertip that's about a teaspoon how much am i using the thumb great one for those great holiday parties probably coming up soon that's about an ounce of cheese. So we don't think about that. We go and take a little brick. We take another little piece. How many thumbfuls? That's about an ounce, okay? Wow. Easy, 100 calories with cheese. So those are easy things to do. Um, a cup, if a warm, if your palm is cupped. Now, again, I could make it really big and cupped, but we're talking just that small size. Um, you know, two cups. Am I putting chips in that, or am I... Putting them in a giant bowl, in terms of it, but your hand's one of the best tools, I think.
0: If you're just joining us, you're listening to Upstate's Health Link on air. I'm Linda Cohen, along with registered dietitian Maureen Franklin. We're talking about how to calculate healthy portions. So, very briefly, let's go through. I'm just going to say, you know, what what is a medium potato generally? I mean, what what would you visualize it as? A uh, computer
1: mouse is a great one to use. So I this, love that one.
0: Okay, and so,
1: everyone has probably knows what a computer mouse looks like. And how about a half a cup of cooked pasta? We say about a half of a
0: baseball, okay? Or again, you can use a smaller fist, about half your fist you could use. How about a portion of either a pancake, a waffle, or a a, a slice of bread? About the size of a CD is an
1: easy way to think of it.
0: And how about a small muffin? A
1: muffin about the size of a tennis ball. So again, (laughs) instead of those giant, giant ones. The other thing with muffins is look at what we used to cook as a cupcake or a muffin in a muffin tin. Those are a small size. They've tripled, at least. So people might call them a low-fat muffin, but it's a huge (laughs) low-fat muffin. And as you said, a portion of cheese is about... About an ounce. Mm -hmm. Well, that's, again, when you're using your thumb,
0: it's an easy way to use it as a judge in terms of it. How about meat? Because meat and protein are ones that that often come up, meat or chicken.
1: That palm is, again, um, for a woman, usually it's probably about a 3-ounce portion. You can use um, a checkbook, which kind of cracks me up because a lot of kids probably don't know what a checkbook is. Right. (laughs) No more. (laughs) A deck of cards is another easy one. But just using your palm is a relative factor. So do I have that serving at lunch? And maybe it's a little bit bigger, so maybe it's in the 4- to 5-ounce portion at dinner time. But how much am I getting? Or is it my whole hand or am I using two of my hands and that's my meat portion? So then you know like, whoa a little high there. How about a it. portion of peanut butter? Peanut butter, you can say um, it's um, a golf ball is another one or again just um, like a your finger again measurement but I like a golf ball because everyone can kind of visualize what a And golf how ball. about fresh fruit. Fresh fruit baseball is a good good option.
0: It's so when we're talking about all this, we're talking about a portion mm-hmm. of these things. Mm-hmm but what we're not answering is how many portions of these things should we be eating in a given day okay okay so what you're assume what you're implying with the portion sizes per meal this is what you would be wanting to shoot for a portion for basically a portion of meat would be a deck of cards or the palm of your hand. Right. But how many per day?
1: Right. And that's going to depend on your age, your activity, your lifestyle, um, where you are in terms of any medical situations. Um, One of the best ways to do that is there's tons of apps out there that you can actually put in, you know, your age, height, weight, what your goals are, if you want to lose weight, if you don't want to lose weight. The apps are wonderful. Um, The choosemyplate.gov has a super tracker, which I tend to love. I think it's a great free service for people. It will go in and it'll show you if you're a, if you're of a teenager if you're an adult if you're an um um older person it'll base it for you and then it'll give you those serving sizes and why i like that it'll tell you so many proteins so many fruits so many vegetables so many starches it goes back to that basic looking at my plate and how does my plate look it doesn't always have to be about the calories it can be wow i need some vegetables okay how many servings of those do i need a day how many do i get in a day truthfully
0: so those are, that's one of my favorite apps well, to use we'll have a link that's my choose my plate choose no, my plate.gov choose my plate.gov that mm-hmm. sounds like a really good application and then there's the super tracker is the
1: one where you can actually go in and then we'll help you look at oh here i am here's me age
0: height activity weight and it gives you guidelines for that. Yeah, there's, there's been so much discussion about oil and fat in terms of obviously trying to minimize it in our in our diet. What, And yet there are so-called healthier fats mm-hmm. and ones that are not. So in terms of portion control what, I mean, how do you make those decisions? Let's say if you're putting olive oil on something or you're putting vegetable oil in a pan to saute things, what do you, what do you recommend?
1: Common thing that I find happens with clients that I work with because they, oh, I'm using olive oil or I'm using canola oil, healthy, more saturates. It's great. I'm glad you're using good, healthy oils, but I think you still need to be aware of the portions. So again, has anyone ever measured out what a tablespoon of oil looks like are we just taking the olive oil and pouring it in the pan or are we drizzling it on our salad or are we dunking it with our bread because we feel good because we're using a heart healthy but how much of that am I using it's like nuts nuts are great but I tell people a handful not a canful what are we doing as far as portions? <laughs> because again, our hand goes in. We have one. whoop, have another. Portion those out. When we talk about portion, put them in a small
0: little dish and say these are. This is my nutsnip. So going back to the oil for a second, and oil and fats. So you're. I mean, you said for the nuts what you do, but with it do you use a teaspoon? I mean, if you don't have a teaspoon, how do you figure out? Is a teaspoon the right amount? Well,
1: exactly? I, I think the good, that's a good thing to start with, to see. Or a tablespoon, how much is an actual tablespoon? Teaspoon, people are going to say, whoa, that's too little, because a teaspoon is like that thumb tip like we were talking about. But a tablespoon, how much of that do I use in just the processing of my foods? Do I use it for sautéing? Do I think I need a little more and I'm pouring a little more? Am I pouring another tablespoon of oil on that? That's, again, fat being the highest
0: calorie source, too. How helpful are the package contents I mean, is that, like we said before, Is that basically throw you off because of the serving size? It can throw you off if you
1: don't use the food label. I always tell people to look on the back. Don't go for the glitz on the front. Find out what that serving size is how many portions, and then look at it. Remember, if it's telling you it's 2.5, then whatever that nutritional information is, you have to do that times 2.5. So there's
0: one last point, and that is the portion distortion quiz. And what is that? Oh, really briefly. this is
1: a wonderful quiz that I know that you're going to put the link on. It's a great quiz. You can go back and look what was 20 years ago, what was portion sizes, and what we are looking at now. And it's a great visual cue for people to say, whoa, yeah, I remember when that muffin looked that small, and now they're huge so it's a great
0: great tool fun thing to do it's a way to wake you up and we'll have a link on our website so bottom line best advice best advice if you're going to use a label use the label properly know
1: what to look for plan portion out be aware and know what sizes are sizes sizes. and
0: find out what you're eating look at your plate terrific my guest has been maureen franklin a registered dietitian with upstate medical university i'm linda cohen you're listening to upstate's health link on air